Tantrum House Board Gaming Podcast is recorded live from Studio WKRD in Greenville, South Carolina. This podcast is brought to you by our friendly local game store, Boardwalk, purveyors of fine games. Bezier Games, the new classics. AEG, we make fun. The Game Steward, your second chance at Kickstarter games. And Game Toppers, LLC, upgrading your gaming experience. Your hosts are here to help you sort through the cardboard commotion to help you find the diamonds in the rough. So buckle up, especially if you're driving right now, because you're about to arrive at the Tantrum House. Hello, hello, and welcome to another exciting show. Today we got Will Meadows, Sarah Meadows, Psychic Larry, Ryan Pills, and Katie Pills in, in the, the house. house. We're coming at you with yet another fun-filled, exciting episode because we've got some cool announcements that we want to make during the show. So stick around because we're going to be busting those out over the course of the show. Before we get too far into it, though, we did just have our Tantrum House three-day house party, September whoop, whoop. 1st through 3rd. We were playing games all day long, had a lot of other fun additional things thrown in there like some cahoots and some other fun games and we were playing games with our zoom audience live which was a blast so if you tuned in for that thank you so much for being a part of the show what were some of you guys's favorite highlights as we recap the house party oh my. Uh, we played the avalon resistance big box way more expansion and optional material than we should have. I don't think <laughs> either game was played correctly. <laughs> You're welcome. I apologize. <laughs> but it was fun. It reminded uh, the non-Avalon version of Resistance um, is a game that I have as well. And I remember playing that uh, during my bachelor party. I remember this as uh, well. Also at Will's house in the basement. Uh, lost a lot. <laughs> it was a good time, yeah, though. The, the there was a lot of laughing from that Yeah. Event. Yeah, social deduction is not my forte. And I realized the reason why... You figured it out? ...is not the deduction part. It's because they're not actually social deduction games. They're social manipulation Ooh, games. Ooh. And I don't do that. And so <laughs> oh, I don't man. do that well. And <laughs> That's a good times, distinction. <laughs> both times we all had the same roles. Uh-huh. And Will and Sarah and Jonah were always the minions of Mordred... That's what we were called. And, <laughs> and Will and Jonah are excellent social manipulators. Because, like, Jonah, he's reasoning, and he's like, oh, Ryan, he checked Katie's thing, so and now he rejected her. And I'm like, well, I'm not rejecting Katie. I'm rejecting you. But he, he's, <laughs> he talks so like much it was... that it's, it's, like, confusing me. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's frustrating. <laughs> he just talks so much. Like, maybe he has some sort of point. I'm not sure what it is because <laughs> like, believe him. as long as he keeps talking, like he's drowning out the logic I'm trying to throw into the situation. <laughs> so it was effective. Yeah, but I did enjoy playing. Um, not good. normally my forte. I'm glad you still enjoyed it. I definitely totally misunderstood my role. Was busted out cards I was not supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, ruined the experience. But there was still Accidental, much laughter. On purpose cheating. Oh, if I had known that I wasn't supposed to, I wouldn't have. But I was like, oh yeah, clearly a magician. Uh, definitely playing the magic card. About that part too. <laughs> Just being away from the uh, table. I took for a fact that I like understood how to play the original game, so I was like, "Oh yeah, good to go, no problems." And then actually reading the roles are all very different. Could yeah. have been helpful. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. That was a good time. Uh, I think one of our audience's favorite parts of the show was the Doodle Dash drawing game, where we forced Jonah, who's not here to defend himself, mm-hmm. to draw great drawings. 
Actually, his weren't that bad. I got to say, Amy was kind of dropping the ball on the drawings. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get any amazing ones like the earthworm from last year. Which I don't even remember what that was supposed to be. It was an earthworm, but it was a ball. <laughs> it was it a was, planet Earth. Telestrations or another. Yeah. Oh, you mean what game it was from? Yeah. No, I did mean what was the drawing, though. I it was it, a planet it was Earth to be a worm? with like a worm coming, like a worm body. Like uh, that was the head. Out but of the, earth, but which the problem was like you couldn't with. tell it was the Earth and you couldn't tell it was a worm body. So the whole, Yeah, it was craziness. <laughs> we had some crazy dragon drawings. If you didn't get to see those, go back and check those out because they are great. Was that Friday? I don't remember what day it was. Three days. They all kind of bled together. We played games all day long. Gave away a bunch of prizes. Mm-hmm. Did everybody get their prizes, Sarah? That's what I said. They Sarah are being shipped out. They're yeah. being shipped out. Awesome. So that was, that was a good time. Well, one of my highlights was getting to play the um, the big version of Castles of Mad King Ludwig with Always Sarah. Oh, I didn't get to play with Sarah. Melissa. Sarah was supposed to play with us. I was supposed to play, but I I lost last time we played live. So I gave <laughs> so up my gave spot to <laughs> Hannah. Yeah, so we had to play with Melissa and Hannah. I've never played with Hannah before. So that was... was she ex- strategic? She was strategic. I also she plays dinner, a lot with so Melissa. That was, that was so. Makes sense. But it's fun. I love busting that game out. That was my, one of my f- most favorite games. So anytime it gets busted out for any occasion, I'm like, yes, let's do this. In there. <laughs> Did you guys use the Super Deluxe Giant everything, or did you play medium? I can't remember. What no, we played colossal. we played the Colossal version. Yep. Very nice. And it was like the... Um, We're talking about you, Jonah. Come on the, over. The, Grab a microphone, Jonah. With the you. big... <laughs> the Deluxe version, so it had all sorts of extra goodies with it. The nice versions of things. Hey, everybody. What was your highlight moment during... The, Jonah just happened to be walking through my house, and we grabbed him. Highlight moment from Tantrum House House Party. Um, I think some of the, all of the cahoots we did were really fun and, um, ready, set, bet. Oh, it yeah. it oh, had yeah. to be ready, yes. set, bet. Uh, not, not only because I won the game. I, I like, I really like the game. Um, and it's fast. It's, it's way quicker. It seems like, like you just might want to play it more than once. Cause it's like, it's really fast, especially if you have a few people rolling and moving the horses and stuff like that. So I really enjoyed ready, set, bet. I thought, uh, that was a lot of fun. I thought you were going to say the custom-made unicorn hat. It was pretty awesome. I was not going to say that. (laughs) Although the unicorn hat and the alien hat are still fully intact. Nothing popped with two children under the age of four. I was going to say I'm surprised (laughs) that it's at your house and Uh they're still still, there. (laughs) Still going strong, actually. So I don't know how we made it that far, but we did it. Mm -hmm. Kevin will mess it don't mess around when it comes to balloon folding. Thanks for thanks twisting. For that I think it's called twisting. Folding, twisting, folding. I've Balloon folding also sounds like it'd be exciting. It's like okay. Paper, what's it called? Not paper mache. Origami. <laughs> origami. <laughs> it's like the same thing. <laughs> Stretchy origami. I don't know. Larry, what was your favorite? What was the highlight? What was my highlight? Um, well, m- cooking some cupcakes. Oh, that <laughs> was exciting. Great. Those were great. Everybody on set appreciated them. <laughs> we had a little snack thanks to Amy. That was really fun. Um, what else did I play? I feel like I lost everything I played, so it wasn't great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did really I lo- well. I lost every game I played, lose. too. Oh, it's true. I did like playing Cat in the Box. That's one of my favorite new games. It's real easy to learn, but there is some strategies in it. I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> I, I have... 
I haven't either. Although I think I did much better this game of Cat in the Box than I have any of the other games I've played. I think so. part of it is when you're bidding, you just have to make sure you're you have to bid what you can win, but then you have to be be not afraid to go past your bid because yeah. even if you go past your bid, it's fine as long as you're not losing points because you don't make your bid. Sometimes you won't because it's hard to get exact. So sometimes if you try to just go exact and you misplay and somebody else plays differently, you can like not make your bid because you tried to get it exact. And I think that's what I did. Mm. I definitely like interacting with the audience. Um, We have some wonderful fans and they make playing games live, which can be stressful. Uh, They make it very fun. So I definitely enjoy all the comments and the interactions that we get to have uh, with all our people watching, even worldwide. Oh, wait. I got something else. Oh. Uh, the escape room game where our team won. Oh. Yeah. yeah. We came family from behind. Feud. Yeah, the family feud. We won T- in the feud. last minute. That was, that was less fun for me because I yep. was crushing it to start off with. It was so <laughs> exciting. We played with a company called Breakout IQ. They do uh, like corporate ev- like group building events that are virtual. And so they hosted a tantrum feud game where we broke up onto different teams and had to give answers. My team was crushing it in the initial comments, like whoever can type in the answer first. And then they were cheating, I we, think. Didn't, we didn't do quite as good on the actual answering of stuff. <laughs> But it was fun. I enjoyed you it threw lot. out the wrong answer really fast? Multiple times. Very, very quick wrong answers. Get those out of the way. That's why they won the typing part because they just put all Type of the in answers. as many. Yeah, exactly. It was a good strategy. One of the other games that we got to play just recently after the event was the new Scooby-Doo the board game from Simon. Got to play that with my kids just the other day, and that was a good time. It's a cooperative pick-up-and-deliver game where you are acting as the – what's the name of the crew? The Scooby crew? Uh, the Miss – no. Mystery machine, machine crew? <laughs> mystery men. Mystery. Mystery men? I think it's a different uh, hmm. you're actually You're all the characters from the cartoon, and you are trying to set traps for the monsters that are in the game, and everybody's working together to move around the board. It's got a kind of neat, uh, like your life is the deck type of role in the game, and you draw a card from the deck, you play one that turn, and then you save one in a save pile, and then if you get frightened by the monsters or other things, you have to discard cards, and so you're trying to set all the traps before running out of the deck of cards or before too many spaces get haunted and things like that. Uh, the basic version comes with cool colored minis for all the characters. I think there's also a deluxe version where all the minis are painted and they look, I mean, they're like toys. They're like basically playing with Scooby-Doo on the board, which is super neat. They go by Mystery Incorporated. Oh, yeah. Yes, oh, that's, that's what I said, Mystery Inc. Oh. Same. Good is job, ink, is, does ink stand for incorporated? It does indeed. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also, right. the Scooby Gang. The Scooby Gang? Mm. I, that makes sense to me. Why not Scooby Squad? Ooh, Squad. Mm. That alliteration. Oh. oh yeah. we're, looking, we're looking at the game right now. Down. Dropping on the Scooby down. Anything else you guys have played recently? <laughs> Any games we've played recently? Uh, yeah, some yeah. that we'll on be the talking table? about I'd, during our Kickstarter connection. Ooh. I was going to say, I'd, I got to go play Trekking Through History. With Will and the kids. I played a couple games now, and we'll have a video out this next week of that game. Uh, Just hit retail on Amazon, so they just go straight to Amazon um, with it. And uh, this is a different version of um, 
is well the other games have are geography based so this one is a little bit different in that there's no map you're getting cards um but it's kind of a little bit of a it's not really pressure luck but you you draw cards and you get tokens so you get bonuses for the tokens that are on the cards but you have you're making a truck so you go back in time and then you're jumping forwards and you have to keep jumping and there's cards available that you are adding to your truck and um, every date you add has to be later, and you get additional bonus points for having longer and longer treks. So mm. um, you play over three rounds, and then whoever has the most points wins. So yeah, it's pretty neat. It's from Underdog Games, and she was as she was saying, they do kind of focus on like history and geography and educational games, and they've got a really nice illustration style that makes their games really really attractive and then they're like family weight so you can play them and kids can learn stuff every single card has like a history lesson on the back of it which is pretty crazy um yeah boys enjoy that one a lot it'll be coming soon yeah they have another one that's coming out this fall called her story um so it is uh just women through history so i'm looking forward to seeing that one coming out uh i think another month or two all right well let's talk about some of those other games in our kickstarter conniption Kickstarter Conniption! This episode, we'll be talking about five games and some media groups coming to Kickstarter uh, the second and third week of September. Larry, start us off. I'm first? Yep. Oh, okay. You're sitting uh, in the Kevin seat, so you gotta, you gotta uh, take over. Yeah, that's true. So, come into Kickstarter September 12th, I believe. Pretty sure. Uh, it's Cookie Run Kingdom, the board game. Uh, so, this game is published by Gemblo Inc. Uh, it is based on the Cookie Run Kingdom app. Uh, I don't know if any of you have played the little game app that you can download on your phones. Um, that was developed by the Dev Sisters. Um, but basically, in this game, you're... Uh, doing some building up your kingdom. So you have little cookies uh, that are on your team and you have uh, some other sugar gnomes that you use as worker placement. So you're placing them on the board to collect resources and then build up some tiles uh, in your kingdom. And you just basically keep on doing that for eight rounds. Um, And then whoever has the highest score wins the game. Man, that's one of the kind of the games I'm like, I'd be tempted to have real cookies. Like, we're, we're playing with real cookies this time. It's like truffle <laughs> shuffle with a whole thing of truffles. Yes. Yes. We thought about doing that. Um, spoiler alert, Amy Eggs and I did a Kickstarter overview on this game coming out. Um, but we thought about making real cookies for it. But It was it a missed happen. opportunity, it Larry. Was. That was totally sure. missed opportunity. They did spend their time making cupcakes for the That's Merchant's true. Cove game. So I do give them props for that. That's true. All right. We'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> but that is Cookie Run Kingdom, the board game, coming to Kickstarter September 12th. What you got, Ryan? Coming from Board Cubator is Kingdom Come Deliverance. Uh, the date for this has been updated it is now september 19th so if you're looking you don't see it it's probably coming a little later than you were expecting but uh still coming pretty soon september 19th it is sort of based well 
it's in the same universe as the Kingdom Come um, video game, which is kind of a Skyrim esque uh, video game. But it's, I mean, there's no magic in it. Yeah. So if you take ma- the magic out of Skyrim, it's almost that. <clears throat> yeah. It's set in um, Bohemia. And like in the video game, uh, you have different attributes. And as you use those attributes in skill checks and stuff, uh, they will increase in their ability. So um, when you use your, when you do skill checks, you may earn perk points that you can then spend to increase your attributes, to roll better dice, or to uh, get perks. Um, However, the perks, although they only cost one perk point, they are gated by what level of attribute you've you've already gotten. So you got to weigh, you know, am I going to increase my attribute? Am I going to get a perk point right away? Because it's cheap to do that, but the attributes cost more. Or am I going to wait so I can get a better perk point later? So there's that going on. The the game is all app-driven, which is really cool. It's the Um, most... Um, RPG like game I've probably ever played because it um, keeps up with everything for you and you make decisions and the game the the app and is described as a living world um, so it might interrupt you and say oh this event's happening over here on this tile square and if you're there you got to deal with it whoa yeah. I kind of felt like it was sort of like a choose-your-own-adventure like radio play because we're, we're listening to it, and occasionally the app uh, will show you little um, images of what's going on, um, and it tells you where to put the location tiles and the different um, miniatures that uh, go out or um, the tokens that indicate different things have happened. Uh, and then, you know, randomly a guard will show up and you got to try to hide so he doesn't attack you. Oh yeah. Uh, it, it can be really brutal. So you got to you got to weigh carefully. Am I going to get into combat because you will die? Yeah. You're not as I say they stress in the rule book that you are not heroes. Yeah. You are common. Heroes. You are common folk. And but isn't um, that the true meaning of a hero? Yeah, He's just a common right? person I mean, who steps like, up to do uncommon things. Like and this, dies. this is as a, <laughs> well, yes. pretty yes. much. That's what happened to us. Ryan and I played the other evening, and um, we died real fast. Ooh. I, I, yeah, it was, it was kind of quick, <laughs> and hopefully painless. Well, mostly. I <laughs> I died trying to save an orphan, though. Aww. So yeah. I felt like you it was a, a win hero. in my heart. <laughs> Should have left it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. But it's, um, it is set during, um, or it's during like, uh, um, like a religious war kind of has broken out. And so there's like two, two factions. Um, there's like the Catholics and the Hussites and you're on the Catholic side and you're trying to report back to the Pope about um, Hussite um, followers in certain areas. and Yeah, and I think they do a good job of showing, like, history is messy. And neither side is completely without fault. Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of muddled. And so you're like, do I help this person? But actually, like, it seems like this person's house who's being burned down... Uh, that I should help them, 
but actually they're on the opposing side. Uh, you know, like, interesting. So uh, it's not what, super cut and dry. What actually should I do? Like, what's what's the honorable thing? What's a good thing to do? Yeah. So and uh, and there's the little um, caveat that um, there's we ran into in just this is just the demo, but we ran into some strong language that you probably wouldn't play with young children. Yeah, it was good. Our kids had already gone to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and then you didn't hear that, did you? Okay. And then also um there were some really grisly scenes that were described, you know, because it's the middle ages and people did really mean things to each other during wars and whatnot. <laughs> so th- there is that, but Ryan and I made a overview video for this one, so check that one out online if you are interested. Hey Sarah, what do you got? Is it a word from our sponsor? This episode is sponsored by Stronghold Games. Uh, Stronghold and Fricks Games has a new version of Terraforming Mars, the dice game, coming to uh, crowdfunding. It's actually not any of the two weeks. It's in three weeks. Um, But they wanted to let everybody know that it is coming to crowdfunding platform and in this game uh instead of having all the cards that you normally do uh for terraforming mars there is a dice rolling mechanism that is employed we will be having an overview video and a playthrough of this on our channel so be sure to check those out also coming to Kickstarter is a game I've been really excited to see, Sagrada Artisans, which is the legacy version of Sagrada. I have been waiting a long time for this game. <laughs> uh, this is from Adrian Adamescu and Daryl Andrews and art from Peter Walken, who those three have teamed up once again. And this is a legacy version of of Sagrada. Now, I'm not going to give you any spoilers because the campaign will launch on the 13th, which is tomorrow from the date that this episode goes live. Um, But I can talk about the first campaign because that is um, what they are showing. It's like the the starter base game. Um, So the one big difference is that instead of everybody having the little cards to slide in their stained glass window, everybody gets a journal that you will play through all of 10 in the campaign. And um, you'll be rolling dice, and instead of placing the dice in the window, you will be just coloring in the spaces um, like a roll and write. So the gameplay itself is the same as far as you can't put the same color next to each other and you can't put the same number. Um, But instead of putting the dice in the window, you're going to be coloring them in. And then there is one more interesting feature that... When you draft, instead of um, just rolling and then doing the snake draft where you everyone goes around and then goes around backwards, um, there is a cathedral board in the center, and you'll place the dice on the cathedral board, and you'll draft the same way, except for there's only one slot for each um, die number. So there's only going to be one blue three. So if you roll two blue threes, um, you're going to re-roll. So there, you will always get a unique number from everybody else um, that round. Um, so other numbers will be able to, you know, same same thing where it's ten rounds and you'll you'll play um, 
basically the same game. Um, but uh, there are boxes you get to unlock, and there are um, envelopes to open. So without spoiling anything else, uh, I will leave it there. But you'll probably want to play all of the games with the same people um, just because you're going to be unlocking things and um, you'll be using that same journal the entire time. You'll have your own specific journal. So, How many sessions or games are in there? Um, it is a four-player and there are uh, ten games in, in the box. And since it's a roll and write, you're probably not going to be redoing their... You know, there's probably I'm guessing stickers and and things and boxes that you'll there. There's stickers you can unlock in the first game, so that's not spoiling anything. Um, but uh, I don't know what's in the other boxes because we haven't played all the way through. Do you think it's going to be something you could like replayable or um, reset it? I don't think so, but they may have where you could purchase uh, some reset, of the like a, reset a reset pack. You'd have to have all brand new mm. journals since you're writing in them. Um, but I don't know that they will sell it as I, it's so far from what I've seen. It is similar to Pandemic Legacy, where you're probably not redoing the game. Um, but I have no idea because I I only have the prototype and. Uh, it does come with colored pencils and a pencil sharpener, yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, everything you need is in the box to play the game. Okay, right. so it's not connected to the base game. It is not connected. It is its own standalone. standalone. Yep. So you don't need the base game, or you, you don't even need to have played the base game to play this one, because the, the first game explains everything that you need to know. All right, so that is Sagrada Artisans, their legacy version of Sagrada, coming September 13th. You can check out our preview video. It doesn't give any spoilers, but you can see the components um, for the starting game in that video. Will, what do you got? Some of them. You can see some of them. I'm looking at the game Ten Plagues, which is coming from Peace and Love Games. This is a brand new publisher that's publishing games uh, based on, I think, like biblical history, which is pretty interesting. This Ten Plagues game is based on the plagues from Moses and trying to lead the people out of Egypt in the game. It's a two-to-four-player card game where players will be trying to earn pyramid points. On your turn, you'll draw a card and you'll discard a card. And then throughout the course of the game, you're trying to collect enough cards to be able to put, fulfill different goals that are in the game. Each time one of the players fulfills a goal, uh, it's actually going to trigger one of the plagues. And the plagues are going to come in order, and they're going to hit all the players at the table, and they'll have you doing different things. Um, basically adjusting the cards that are in your hand. So you'll probably be discarding specific ones or having to play or pay or exchange, different things like that. And then after you've played through all 10 plagues and you've survived through them, then the player with the most pyramid points will be the winner in the game. I know they're still working on the artwork for it, uh, but you can check out their or not their Kickstarter, but their Board Game Geek page to see the different types of plagues and illustrations that they have. This one is coming to Kickstarter soon, and we will have a preview of it on our channel as well so that you can check out the 10 plagues of the card game from Peace and Love Games. Yep. I have a tentative date of September 19th. So yeah. we'll see that check that one out on Kickstarter. I think we have one more super important Kickstarter to talk about. Katie, it Katie, what are you talking about? probably the most exciting Kickstarter coming out this year is the Tantrum House what, Kickstarter. What? Season 9! It's coming out um, on September 13th is when it, we're going to be launching. Um, 
We have 18 new promos. At least. At least, yes. Um, 18 new promos, and um, they'll be coming from... Uh, they'll be coming out with all sorts of, of new things. We've got things from Everdell, things for Space Space, things for Oceans, um, Disney Epic Alliances. We played through that um, you know, like tournament style played recently. The finale during our house party. Yeah. Yes. So there's, um, there's new cards that would go along with that. Um, and a whole bunch more that... Um, you should totally check out, um, like I said, coming live on the 13th. I'm sure Will is like dying to say a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Yeah, we've got a bunch of publishers who've teamed up with us to be able to put together a number of brand new promos. We're also going to have some of the promos from our previous year campaigns, and we're actually kind of combining some of those. So uh, like we've had Chronicles of Crime promos in previous years uh, that were like Kevin and Melissa's face, and we've added Sarah, Melissa, and Chantel's face, and now you can get all those together. And Katie. And, did I, what did I say? You just left Sarah. me out of that I list. Twice. Yeah. I think I even looked at you as I was saying it. <laughs> uh, we've also got some like cartographer promo packs that we're combining and different things. So if you did get some of the cards in the past, you can get all the rest of them now. And in addition to the promo cards, we also do have a lot of our Tantrum House swag as well. So we've got that expando bag that holds tons of games, but also shrinks down to hold as few games as you want. And I'm working on t-shirts right now. Sarah's going to be printing those up soon. I've got, I think, four brand new designs. We'll have a couple of old designs, maybe. We'll see how this weekend goes. I might see if I can throw one or two more in there. But we'll have a bunch of different things for you to back on the campaign. This campaign is what supports us throughout the course of the year, so it allows us to buy some new equipment, get Studio 808 set up. What? Ooh. They got their first video out uh, last week, two weeks ago? It'll be on the 12th, so Monday. It's not live oh, yet. It's not yet. All right, well, you get to is check it, it out. Oh, that's the cookie run? No, yeah. that's on Monday. So you already they already did an intro video, so you can check out like yeah. what their channel is going to like Just the oh, flavor yeah. of the personality. That and one's out. You're also working on a top five. Is that what you guys are doing? Top five, top, top something. Top some video. number. It's a secret. Ooh. Coming. Top maybe. seven. <laughs> and a half. Randomly. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Good idea. Top seven and a half games. <laughs> That'd be a great idea, actually. 7.5. I love it. Uh, we'll probably release that during the campaign. And, uh, yeah, it's just an opportunity for us to kind of gain support for this year's coming productions and keep doing the stuff that we enjoy and that hopefully you guys enjoy. We super appreciate your support and the, the funds that come in through that really do help make a big difference in uh, giving us the ability to travel to some of these cons and to uh, upfit our studios so that we can do more video production and live stuff and all those good things. So we would super appreciate your support. That will be tomorrow morning. I think we're going live at 9. We'll probably be live on Facebook saying hi to people as we click the button and launch the campaign. So if you want to be a part of that and uh, show your support, we'd love to see you guys tomorrow morning. We'll be live saying hi and going live with that one. Super exciting. I can't wait. I it We get lots of emails and comments from people that they're super excited to get a lot of these promos, and a lot of them are exclusive to Tantrum House, so can't get them anywhere else. One other announcement that we want to bring and talk about today is we just finally, and we're not actually announcing the date yet, but we just finally, I think, as a team, set our dates for Tantrum Con 2023. Oh, yes. I was very excited to get that done. <laughs> yes. We've been working on that for a while, trying to find the right venue, trying to decide what we're going to do. We uh, we were in Charlotte, North Carolina last year, and it was a, a 
great space, super loved it. Uh, we, we were pretty full, like there wasn't a whole lot of room to grow in there. And so it was kind of a tough decision between, do we find a new venue? Do we go back to the same place and pack it out? Um, we are finalizing those details. So we will have all that information for you guys. I'm sure by our next episode. So two weeks out from now, we should know, uh, exact date and location. We basically made the determination as a team, but we need to actually sign contracts and make all that happen. So be on the lookout for info about TantrumCon 2023 in the very near future. We, uh, we were already talking about some fun ideas even today about some of the types of events that we want to run and some of the things that we want to bring back. Um, what, was, what was your impression of the kids' room, Katie? I heard lots of high praise last year. Did you get to check out all the fun stuff Chantel was doing? I, I only heard about it from excited children who were like, um, going, I gotta get back there. I gotta, you know, you know, and a lot of, a lot of it actually also was your, your kids who I don't think of as like kid kids. They're like definitely older kids, almost teens. Um, couple of them in there. Yeah. And so they were, um, excited and running around. There's some sort of scavenger hunt that happened and, they had to come and like say hey to me, and so I had some like really shy kids being like, "Are you Katie?" And I was like, "Yes, I am." And they're like, "Okay, great." And they mark it down and run off. <laughs> so they did a lot of fun things, like they had some sort of like pillow fight type thing. I think, I, yeah, they had some dance parties, some it, pillow fights. Yeah, they did a lot of fun things. They did some crafting and a bunch of board games and group games that they did together and that sort of thing. Yeah, like a movie know the, night or something? I too. think it was a movie night as well. Yeah. I, I mean, I was just impressed by it. And I was trying to give Katie the opportunity. The I think we call it the kids clubhouse or treehouse. The treehouse, yeah. And the space that we put them in was just super fun. Did you, I assume you made those tree things? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we decorate it to look like, well, like a treehouse. <laughs> Yeah, it was fantastic. Oh, I thought it was decorated to look like a jungle because there's a bunch of animals in there. <laughs> yeah. Were the animals the kids? Or the yeah, my <laughs> yeah. Crazy kids. Those were also the meadow kids. Right, both sides. <laughs> the not teens that were acting well and being crazy. Yeah, I think uh, I heard lots and lots of good reports from parents who, first off, some of them had their kids in the program, and they were like, oh, man, we didn't know it was going to be this great. We're so thankful. And then I heard a lot of reports from parents saying, oh, had we known, we would have brought our kids. Uh, she had a full... A whole, I don't even know, itinerary going on the whole week. It was sponsored by Haba, so we had a lot of games to give away, which was great. And I'm looking forward to uh, just seeing families at our con. That's one of my favorite things, is seeing the whole group playing together. Mm-hmm. One other thing that we wanted to cover in this episode is that Mega Moose Con is coming up this weekend. So if you're listening to this on Monday the 12th, Saturday, or I guess Friday through Sunday, September 16th, 17th, and 18th, is Mega Moose Con. That'll be in Richburg, mm-hmm. South Carolina. So a good number of the crew from Tantrum House will be there. We're going to be hanging out, playing some games, and I'm probably talking about our Tantrum House Kickstarter, I guess. And, uh, and having... wish Will happy birthday. Oh, wish me happy birthday. Are you going to crash any scooters this I'm, time? I'm hoping to. They got scooters at Mega Moose? <laughs> we'll bring one. Okay. Maybe they do. It's going to be a party. <laughs> it's a tradition. Come join the annual board game convention tradition of watching Will crash a scooter. It's going to be great. Maybe they'll have a moose for you to ride. Oh, if I could crash a moose. Oh, that'd be I awesome. Like that, I feel like that might end poorly <laughs> for lots of people. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in, listening along. Look forward to seeing you on our Kickstarter and having a great time, sir, with y'all. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Tantrum House Board Game Podcast. 
If you liked any part of this at all, find and follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and tantrumhouse.com. Like us, share us, email us, call us, or send us a postcard to Tantrum House, 306 Berry Drive, that's B-A-R-R-Y, Greer, South Carolina, 29650.